0: You wonder what happened in sports today? Brandon Patrilla, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today, cracking some jokes a podcast way. Goals on goals, we homers on homers, tutties on tutties, got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP, just tune into BSP, just tune into BSP, just tune into Patrilla. what's going on everybody the eagles we aren't talking about the eagles we're talking about the fightings baby who are the even are the eagles welcome back to another episode of the bsp podcast i mean man hey back from vacation look like hey what do you think i got a little bit of sun looking good i think having a lot of fun this past week make sure you subscribe to the youtube page i got uh, put the notification bell on for all the content that we're putting out. I got a couple things coming out from this past cruise. I got a vlog probably coming out Friday. Man, is it a lot of work piecing together a vlog, to be honest with you. It's going through it all, making sure it all turns out well. The little things, man, it's it's going to be a great one. So make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel and tune in for that coming out this Friday morning. I mean, but man, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Nothing happened those first three games of the the start of the second half here. I wasn't watching. That's on me. Hand up. I I called Rob Manfraud. I asked him, Hey, can you take those three games away? I, I was away. I couldn't watch the baseball games. That's why the Phillies weren't doing so well. He, the guy being the fraud as he is said, he wouldn't do it. It is what it is. We're moving on. Finally. Now the real second half starts of the season and the Phillies come back and they battle and they battle and they get some unsung heroism. Like they have all year in the form of Bryson Stott, again, with that three-run go-ahead home run uh, to give the Phillies the 6 the 4 lead over the, uh, win over the Atlanta Braves in the bottom of the eighth. Sir Anthony comes in, shuts the doors. Finally, that closer for this baseball team, I think. But uh, it, it was good to see. First game for me to watch uh, for the second half, and it's good to get back in that win column. It was getting ugly. Uh, As we'll get into a little bit of the testiness between Nick Castellanos and the Philadelphia media, you know, it's bound to happen. But let's stay on the positive side here first. Right. Take a quick sip. Hey, that's what what I'm talking about. Everybody was. Everybody was on the page of, uh, you know, Eagles training camp starts today, this Tuesday. Everybody's going to start getting all in on the birds. You know, Farsi, uh, uh the Farzy show that I work for, Mark Farzetta, he's kind of tilting that way too this week. He's like, make sure we everybody knows we're putting out Eagles content. The Phillies got to hang around, and this is a good way to do it. Getting back in that win column over the Atlanta Braves, who you're chasing down for that top wild card spot, maybe even for that divisional spot, as they're only a game away from the number one spot behind the Mets in the NL East. So it's good to see. Get back, and you scrap. It was a scrappy win because, man, was it ugly absolutely ugly just so many errors jt's error um camargo had a bad throw on that play but reese hoskins his foot was up the first base side what are you doing man he, he was stretched before the throw was even happening you wait you wait you wait and then you go for the ball like it's basic things in baseball jt get your body all the way down in front of it he he's always staying to that one knee to the ground other leg out and ball just slips through And it was ugly for Ranger Suarez who pitched a very good game after been dealing with a lot of the back spasms and stuff like that throughout the season. And he came out and he was throwing strikes. He was getting ahead of hitters and the guys just weren't making plays behind him. Now you finally got some luck go your own way in this game when it came to um, Bryson Stott's first two RBI hit where that ball kind of, he hit a little doinker, hit, hit like a foot in the base pass and then just spun and the first baseman for the Braves, uh, Olson, was just not – he was expecting a nice big hop, snag it, step on the base, stayed low, squirted into foul territory, two runs are able to score, and you're able to get back into it. And they just didn't stop grinding. They took us Suarez in the fifth inning, who probably could have went even farther, but from what Thompson said, they were looking at 80 pitches for him this game. They're just trying to ease him back, make sure he stays healthy the rest of the season for the Phillies, because they've been dealing with the starting rotation problems. And the depth of it, get into that bullpen, the bullpen holds up. Yeah, the hefty lefty is always going to make it interesting. He's always going to make it interesting. And, but he's, they're able to battle out of it, hold face, keep it within a one run game. You get up, you're, you've had opportunities all game with runners in scoring position to make something happen. And finally, Alec Bohm with the three hit night gets on base. Munoz, he has two hits on the night. Neither of them went out of the infield, well, barely, the second one, on a little dribbler to the, uh, the second base side, but the, there was a, um, a ball um, runner in motion, and the ball squeezes through a little bit, and he's able to beat it out. You got the two guys on, Bryson Stott up to the plate, battling, 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 and he gets a cutter inside from the lefty who's only given up two home runs all year in Minter, and he takes some yard for the Phillies to capitalize on this dub to finally get that momentum back, and it's what we needed. And it, it, it's what the Phillies needed, as we were saying, with the Eagles finally coming in and starting up training camp today. So now what does all this all mean here, right? It means we got to stop looking at this like it's an NFL season. It's 162 baseball games. There's a lot of games, yes. Losing three to the, a god-awful team in the Cubs, does that hurt? Yes, 100% it does. But you got to look at the bigger picture here of this month where they're not out of it because they lose three in a row. You're only a game behind still of the Cardinals for that third spot. You go and you take today's game against the Braves with Aaron Nola on the hill. That's a series win over the Braves. You're only five and a half behind them at that point. You got another series out coming up against them in, a, in about uh, what they play three against Atlanta, three against the nationals, I believe, or the pirates, either one. And then they play the Braves and then, either or of the two nationals or pirates. And then you go on the stretch of, of the pirates, the nationals, the Cincinnati reds, the Arizona diamondbacks, you throw in a series here or there against the, the Mets and the Braves. And those are going to be pivotal because if you take care of business, you should be within striking distance in those three game series to make a dividend, to catch these teams, to be a game or two behind to make the series interesting throughout this month of August. And that's all you can ask for at this point. You're going to be getting guys healthy back now. Gene Segura is reportedly going to be playing tonight down in Durham. Shout out Bull Durham and uh, down there in Raleigh. Uh, He's going to be playing in a rehab. Supposedly he might only need one or two games and he'll finally be back you'll have his bat back in the lineup who has been so consistent over the past year or two for the Phillies in that second spot where they've been dying to get somebody that can just get on base, get on base for these big boppers. And then you can stretch the lineup out even more and just make this lineup more dynamic and just no more strikeouts, no more strikeouts, singles doubles. And that's what they've been missing and you're going to get it in Gene Segura, who's hopefully coming back within another week or two. Bryce Harper is going to have to wait another week with the hand uh, to take the pins out, but they said they're hopeful that uh, for this next week to be able to, to do so and take the pins out of his hand, which means you could be looking at the end of the month for Bryce. And he's been trying to focus on just getting back in general, but also saw with Matt Gelb saying that maybe he can get in right field. And getting him into right field would be absolutely fantastic, because then you would be able to take the pressure off of Nick Cassianos, who, man, has had the pressure and the weight of the world on his shoulders no more than the, just this past week. I, everybody saw the big do-to-do with Jim Salisbury at the locker room. You know, that's a stupid question, man. Come on. Jim kind of pushes back. It is what it is. You You could see that coming. The way... Uh, Tom McCarthy will ask him a question after, you know, a big hit or something in the game. And he's like, is that even, is that a question? He That's just his personality. I don't think he means any harm by it. That's just the way he is. He just, he just goes about it differently uh, than what, you know, you see out of a Kyle Schwarber or a Bryce Harper. And it was bound to happen. He's been struggling all year. It's crazy. He's been floating around that 245 mark. You would think he's been batting like, Closer to 200, if not below it. But the power numbers aren't there. I mean, the fielding's been fine. I mean, he hasn't had a clunker where you're like, "This is absolutely god awful." You can't have him out there, which is good. Knock on wood. That uh, it, it would make it a lot worse if he was that bad at, in the uh, defensively. But being able to get Harper back, being able to get Castellanos finally a little bit of a breather, place in DH and whatnot, maybe move them to left field, put Schwarber at DH, see where that kind of takes you there. It's just getting these guys finally back healthy by the later ladders of this month here and playing these bad baseball teams. You can find yourself within striking distance of these Atlanta Braves and the New York Mets. So don't quit on the Phillies yet. Hang in there. Training camp sucks anyway. It's exciting, especially for the Eagles team that's gone out and made a lot of uh, very good, very good additions to this football team. But it's not football time yet. Once it hits September, then we'll rock and roll. We'll get a little bit more hyped with the Eagles as we move forward here. But make sure you tune in uh, to the BSP podcast. I am Brendan Petrelli uh, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Brendan Petrilli, at BSPPodcast. TikTok, too. Going to be putting out some cruise content. Make sure you hit that bell on, uh, to remind you of notifications on YouTube. I'm going to be putting out a vlog on Friday, Friday morning. It's going to be a banger. I'm really excited. I had a lot of fun. I want everybody to kind of see and enjoy what I got to enjoy this past week. Uh, I, I think it's going to turn out very well, and I'm excited for people's reactions to it. Um, and then other than that, we're gonna be doing some more stuff on TikTok. Uh drink reviews. They had a pizza place on the it was an Italian cruise ship. So they had a pizza place that was open pretty much all night. Gave a might do a pizza review on there. Um, and uh is the drink package worth it on a cruise? So go go to my TikTok, check it out, subscribe to the YouTube page. That's where you're gonna see all this coming down in the next week or so. Um, shout out to the 215, go birds. Hey, let's go fills everybody. Let's go, fills.